You are tuned in to Sacred Heart Catholic Church in Broussard, Louisiana. Let's catch up with Father Michael Delcom as he breaks open the readings for today. This is uh, certainly different than it was last year. There was no one in here last year. For those of you who weren't here, just to kind of bring you up to speed on what it looked like, um, we had a 12-foot ladder right here, a 12-foot ladder right here. We had some uh, one-foot-by-one-foot LED lights just kind of illuminating the altar. We had um, for the White's camera right here on a tripod. Um, we had Jude on the organ. We had Shelby as the cantor. Everything was kind of compressed. We had the the ambo is right here because that was as wide of a lens as we could get it. We were in the dark, and because we were in the dark, we were doing everything in front of the camera. And in about the third reading, Father White says, stop. Our Facebook feed has shut down. <laughs> so we stopped the reading. We got back on Facebook. We started the reading again. It was the most bizarre celebration of the Easter Vigil I have ever experienced in my life. We actually had the Easter candle under here to kind of create some ambiance in the viewing area so that it looked like the light was shining. It was so weird. It is not the way that the resurrection of Jesus was meant to be celebrated. Amen? Amen. And I don't know about you, but um, I know a lot of people have just been talking about how just this past year has been so difficult, not just with all the challenges, uh, but in a, in a very direct way, I hear a lot of people just say, I miss seeing people. I miss touching people. I miss just hugging people. When are we going to bring the holy water font back? When are we going to bring the greeting at the beginning of mass back? When are we going to be able to see people, see their faces? Because we are an incarnational people. We're made to see people, to touch people, to experience people. And God knew that. God knew that so much that he became flesh, he became a man. He took upon all of our humanity so that we could see him, so that we could touch him, so that we could experience the humanity of Jesus. And Jesus took that humanity to the cross and he, he offered that humanity to God and, and God accepted that wonderful gift of Jesus, that perfect gift of Jesus. And right when Jesus experienced the, the fullness of what the devil had to offer, when he experienced the fullness of sin, when he died, after three days, the father says, I want everyone to understand that I am more powerful than anything. That I am more powerful than anything the world can throw at humanity. I'm even more powerful than death. He rose Jesus from the dead, and he tells all of us, if you believe in me, if you give your life to me, you will experience in this life a physical presence of God in your midst. 
That's why it was so awkward for us to be preaching about the resurrection behind a, a, a TV screen, behind a, a phone, because you can talk about the resurrection all you want. But the resurrection was not meant to be talked about. It was meant to be lived and experienced. Jesus is alive and he is a real person. He has flesh and he moves in our hearts. And those of you who believe in him, you know and you have a relationship with him. And those of you who long for that, it is real and it is possible. And we have just some beautiful people of our community who have been walking with us and they've been hearing us talk about this Jesus. And they have in their own heart says, I want to experience him. I want to know this person that you're talking about. And the good news is he's not just a person we talk about. He's a person to experience. He comes and he walks and he speaks and he consoles and he gives us the Holy Spirit. to gives us words to say when we're in trouble, words to say when we're alone, words to say when we're anxious and nervous. He comes at the the times we least expect him to come, just like today in the gospel this evening. The women were walking back to to tell everyone that he's risen and Jesus just appears in their midst right when they need him, right when they need courage and strength. Jesus is real and he walks with us. The Holy Spirit is real and he empowers us. He gives us courage and strength to go into this world and to say we are not alone. We do not need to be afraid. Rightfully so, this year should have been hard. Rightfully so, we were not made to be alone. We were not made to be apart from each other. We were not made to not be touched by each other. That's not how God made us. And that's not who God is. God is alive and he is real. And today we celebrate that he is risen. And he's among us. He's here in our presence. And in just a few minutes, we'll have the opportunity to call down the Holy Spirit to welcome Jesus alive and real into the hearts of of eight people of our community, five adults and five children. They're gonna be baptized this evening and then we're gonna come up and we're gonna confirm, call upon the Holy Spirit and seal their hearts and their souls with the power of the Holy Spirit. This whole front of our church is gonna be filled with people who long to know the power of Jesus and the power of the Holy Spirit. And they're going to receive Jesus for the first time in Holy Communion. His body and blood, his soul and divinity. Literally inviting his spirit in, having him live in us, and then having his body and blood flow in us. What a beautiful, beautiful night this is. For those of you who wonder, why in the world are we doing what we're doing? Why are we starting in the dark? Why do we have lights? By the way, if you still have your light, you can probably put your candle out. And just carefully place it on the pews so that wax doesn't spill all over the place. Why do we start in the dark? We read from the Old Testament. All those readings we read were from the Old Testament and they were in the dark. Talking about the expectation of God's coming, but he's not here yet. Talking about the expectation of the Messiah, but he's not here yet. We were in the dark looking for the light. We were reading and building up expectation and this, hopefully you felt it as we were kind of, kind of longing and hearing the words we built up to a, a moment where we heard bells. We heard it was an announcement. Something's happening. 
There were bells and ringing and ringing, and there was a Gloria saying, something's coming, someone's coming. And then we read from the New Testament. The New Testament that proclaims Jesus has come. The Messiah is here. We are living in a moment of time where Jesus is alive and he is risen. And so in that regards, all the lights come up and they come on. And we should feel something because God is meant to be felt. Let us pause for a moment. As we have just prayed through this year, as we have asked God to be with us through this year, as we have walked with loved ones through this year, as we have lost loved ones through this year, as we have felt the longing for embrace, the longing for friendship, the longing for connection, let us thank God for at least stirring that in us and reminding us that that is what we are made for. And let us remember that that is what Jesus came for. That he is a real person to be touched, to be felt, to be experienced, to accompany us all of our life. Let us give God gratitude for walking us through this year and bringing us to this point where we can be together to experience his presence in our midst.